Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Stand Up Tragedy podcast. My name's Dave and I'm your host. At Stand Up Tragedy we bring together performers of all kinds and all levels to perform tragedy with us on our stage and we record them and we make them into podcasts and we share them on the internet. Stand Up Tragedy went up to the Edinburgh Festival this year as part of the PBH Free Fringe and we performed from the 1st to the 14th of August doing an hour of tragedy every night. The Edinburgh Festival has over 2,000 performers spread across its four festivals during August. The Fringe Festival, the International Festival, the Literary Festival and the Arts Festival. So there really is something for everyone to watch, hear and enjoy. One of the more unusual performance groups and a stand-up tragedy favourite is Casual Violence. They're a sketch group that do twisted comedy, basically. They've been doing it for quite a few years and this year they brought their first full-length play, The House of Nostril, up to the Pleasance Courtyard. Now, I don't want to give too many spoilers about what the House of Nostril is about, but really, you've got to see it to understand it. But basically, it's incredibly funny and incredibly dark and incredibly twisted and very, very inventive. A group of the Stand Up Tragedy team went to see it and we really enjoyed it. All of us found it hilarious, disturbing and very, very refreshing. James Hamilton, who is the main writer for Casual Violence, told Bryony all about the tragic characters he creates and his dark sense of humour. Hi, I'm James Hamilton and I'm the uh, writer and uh, sinister overlord of casual violence. Um, how would you briefly describe your show? Um, well, the pitch, I've, the pitch I've been using on when I'm selling to people in the courtyard or whatever is uh, it's a narrative-driven sketch comedy nightmare about the most villainous bloodline in human history. Uh, so it's all kind of set in the in the House of Nostril, uh, which is also the title of the show, it's probably worth mentioning. Uh, and uh, it's kind of interwoven storylines about dyslexia and goblins and taxidermy and chimney sweeps and other deranged strange things. Um, how, where did you get the ideas for the characters and the sketches? Um, well, there was a sketch that I wrote a few years ago um, which was basically like a little three-minute sketch uh, about taxidermy with, uh, with uh, those two characters, the, the father and son in the show, Charlie and Roger. Uh, and Charlie explained to his dad that he didn't want to be taxidermied when he dies, and he's got all his taxidermied uh, family sort of surrounding him. Um, and that's a sketch that we've been using on the circuit and in our shows for a while. And we had those characters in a show we did previously uh, in 2011 called Choose Death and I really really wanted to use those characters again because I thought there was a world in that house that would work um, so it's basically taking characters from a show we did a couple of years ago uh, and building a world around them Why do you like using the really sort of dark side of humanity in comedy? <laughs> um, it's not particularly intentional like I just think it's my sense of humour I just think I find those things funny and I also I quite like comedy that um, makes you feel something other than laugh because it's great if you go watch an hour and you laugh your ass off but you can leave and then half an hour later you struggle to remember the stuff that's in it and I think people get more invested in characters if you empathise with them and a good way to do that is to feel sorry for them and a good way to, to make people feel sorry for them is to be really horrible to them uh, so that's generally what we try and do. Have you tried to embrace the kind of more theatrical and the gothic? Yeah, more so than previous years, actually. Well, we got some uh, backing from the Lowry, who are developing the, the Lowry Theatre in Manchester, who are developing the show with us, um, which meant we had a bit more budget and it meant we could do things that normally we wouldn't be able to do. So we got some animation in the show and. Uh, yeah, we're able to kind of go a bit more theatrical with it. We've always been quite a theatrical sketch group. Um, 
but we were able to embrace that a little bit more this time around. And um, you performed at the Fringe quite a few times. What's the Fringe like for sharing ideas and getting inspiration? It's it's brilliant. It's a, but saying that it's only brilliant if you have time to go see other shows. Um, I'm, because I'm currently doing two a day. Um, I have barely had time to see anything so it's amazing if you can get to go see stuff because there's people doing all sorts of ridiculous things I'm really looking forward to my third week because I'm only doing one show in the third week and that means I can actually go and see all these shows and be inspired and hopefully get lots of ideas for writing a show next year but um, until then I, I, I'm not getting that inspiration I'm just, it's just the daily slog of doing the shows at the moment and here's a taste of what the House of Nostril is about. James came to the final night of Stand Up Tragedy in Edinburgh at the Fiddler's Elbow and performed a sketch from their play. And here he is as the poison tester for the House of Nostril. There's a moment in this that may not come across perfectly in the audio. Basically, he's holding a couple of muffins. You'll find out what that means as it goes on. So here's James Hamilton from the award-winning sketch comedy group, Casual Violent. <laughs> Hello everybody, how are you doing? You well? Good, good, good. Right, uh, oh god. I am going to be doing uh, a character from our Edinburgh show, uh, which is called House of Nostril, and it is on every day at 3.45 at the Pleasance Courtyard. So I thought I'd get the plug out of the way first. You're lucky to be here. All of you are lucky to be here in this kitchen. That's where we are now, hence the spatula. Keep up! If you're in this room now, you meet the requirements. You're poor. You're stupid. No one will miss you. I don't even know what you've come dressed as, mate. You're perfect. You actually are perfect, love. What's your name? She hesitated. Don't matter. I like a girl that pauses. See me afterwards for poached eggs and gin. But don't get cocky, lads and gents. Lads is short for ladies, by the way. Don't get cocky. Don't get complacent. Don't get killed. Those are the three commandments that you must adhere to if you wish to remain employed here as a royal family poison tester. If you die, you're fired. If anyone dies at any point, for any reason, you're fired. Is that clear? Yes, chef! Yes, chef! Now look, if you guys don't get on board right soon, this is going to take half an hour longer than it needs to, and you're all going to die of boredom poisoning. Is that clear? Yes, chef! The royal family has exactly as many enemies as we have poison testers. We have thought this through. Now, there are multiple types of poison. Multiple types of poisoner. Ways to spot a poisoner. Check for a wheeze. Poisoners always wheeze. That's a wheeze, not Louise. Do not make the same mistake I did. I miss her every day. Here's a tip top tip. Anything can be a poison. Too much of anything will kill you. Too much water. Poseidon, god of the sea, is an anagram of poisoned. Coincidence? Yes! But a useful one. Too much air. Eat nothing but air. You'll be dead in a matter of days. Common sense, innit? Too much friends. Do not make friends. Friends are not your friends. Louise, I'm so sorry for what I did. So when preparing food, Always use sensible portions. Is that clear? Yes, chef! Yes, chef! Just the men! Yes, chef! Just the men, but better! Yes, chef! Just the women! Yes, chef! Just you! Yes, chef! Just you! Yes, chef! Just you! Yes, chef! See me afterwards with poached eggs and gin! <laughs> now, there are some people out there, some critics, who think 
at the constant vigilance and relentless paranoia that comes as part and parcel of being a poison tester will destroy your life, not save Louise. And they're right! Oh, look at me! I'm a person! I can juggle a stable family life with a job of a poison tester! No! You can't, you idiot! The second you sign that contract, you forfeit any right to happiness you have for the sake of a paycheck. That's modern living! Until one day, you find yourself staring down the barrel of a poison wedding cake, convinced in all your wisdom, this man is not moving at all like this, convinced in all your wisdom that one day off couldn't hurt. Well, guess what, sunshine? It does hurt, sunshine. And when it does hurt, sunshine, don't come crying to me, sunshine! Is that clear? Yes, Jeff! Yes, Jeff! Yes, Jeff! you pass the muffin test you do you know what the muffin test is no no i would you i've only just mentioned it the muffin test two muffins both seemingly identical born of the same batch raised by the same yeast but with one crucial difference this muffin this one right here will almost certainly kill you i say almost certainly because it could just as easily be this one you eat the non-poison muffin, and you live. And that's a reward. You eat the poison muffin, and someone you love doesn't have to eat the poison muffin. And if you can tell the difference between a non-poison muffin and a poison wedding cake, you're lucky to be here. All of you. To find out more about casual violence, go to www.casualviolence.co.uk. You can find them on Facebook where they're casual violence comedy and you can follow them at casual violence on Twitter. So casual violence love dealing in tragedy and there was plenty of tragedy to be heard off the stage across the fringe. Stand Up Tragedy collected tragic moments from the festival audiences to share with you. So let's have a listen to some of them now. Stand Up Tragedy Hello, I'm Ross Kennedy. And, uh, my tragic moment is, it's still going on because I've still not been paid. Okay, my name's John and my tragic moment was, well, most recent tragic moment was in May when I came back from Ibiza. Arrived at the airport to find that I looked up on the screen and there were all the flights going to London that I could see, but there was no flight at two o'clock, which is when my flight was booked. So I went over to the desk full of anger and annoyance to try and asked where on earth my flight was and he asked me to look at my ticket and he said you've booked your ticket for the 20th of June and not the 20th of May. It cost me the same amount as the holiday to buy a new flight home. <laughs> my name is Deidre, I'm the company manager of American Productions. Gobsmell the musical we've brought to the Fringe. Our tragic moment is we have um, made of what we thought was a family musical and then when we got here 
Um, with our uh, flyer, we have a dentist that's looking a bit threatening. We thought it was quite funny, but actually it's putting people off. So now we have to flyer the other way around so nobody can see that awful picture of the frightening dentist because it's not a frightening show at all. But never mind, hopefully when we get some stars, we can put it across that dentist's face. We can have stars coming out of his mouth and nobody will see that actually we made a complete screw up with the marketing. Well, my tragic moment when I was uh, trying to fly Gobsmell the musical is we were just up at the fringe shop on the Royal Mail and I put my flyers down to try and get a programme and the manager um, walked up to us and said, please don't stay in our shop. We don't want you in our shop anymore and don't put your flyers in our programmes. It was just a really annoying moment. So me and my mate were flying and we just had to walk out, kept firing and yeah, then we went to Baby Wants Candy and we feeling a bit annoyed. So we said, can we have a couple of sweets? But yeah, the sweets paid off, so. You can find out more about Stand Up Tragedy at our website, www.standuptragedy.co.uk. We're releasing podcasts all the time. You can find them on iTunes on the Stitcher Smart Radio app, which is a free app you can download to your smartphone. Because who doesn't want to carry around tragedy in their pocket at all times? If you do find us on SoundCloud or any of those other places, share us, tell people about us because tragedy is best shared and we're doing a hell of a lot of work and sharing a hell of a lot of brilliant tragic performances and we want more people to hear them. So please share them, spread the word. You can also do that on Facebook where you can like us or you can friend us if you want to make friends with tragedy and you can also find us on Twitter at standup4tragedy, the number four. Share the tragedy, spread the word, tell people about us and for now... The tragedy is over. Dry your eyes, it's time to go. It's time to go. go.